Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz, Brett Approved, and CEO at Outlines Venture Group. I'm the general manager of the Sibylla Masters Fund, and I'm here with my friend and my colleague, Anne Kennedy. She's my partner at Outlines Venture Group and at the Masters Fund and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hello, Anne. What's on your mind today? Hi, Jillian. Well, on my mind is product development. We've been talking a lot lately about raising capital because that's what usually what wander, founders worry about most. And we have been telling our listeners to focus on building their companies rather than the product they're bringing to market. So I'd like to press pause on that for a moment and look at what the money they're raising is for. In other words, making stuff. You know, the products they bring to market to create better ways to live and work together. After all, is that not the real purpose in entrepreneurship? Well, yes, um, among many other lofty purposes, you know, building stable economies, creating livelihoods and jobs. You know, it's important to note here that while entrepreneurs should focus on the financial potential of their uh, business when they're pitching, and that's pitching to obtain growth capital, we do not recommend that they do not pay attention to the quality and the efficacy of their products when they're working on the business. Of course. Okay. So how about we take a look for just a moment at 
those products and the process for creating successful ones. Because without that success, how does all the rest come to pass? Those stable economies with good jobs. Okay, partner, what you got to say? Well, remember that old saying, rust never sleeps? <laughs> My goodness, from the Rust Belt, yes. Yes, I know. I think well, now 50s. everybody really knows how old we are. I was um, going to say, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, neither does product development. And so just the other day, I received an invitation to a webinar on creating content that prospects will binge on because, and I am, I know, laugh, 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 oh right? Oh, my God. And I am quoting here. Now more than ever, marketing departments are struggling to generate demand for business, end quote. Okay, wait a minute. Marketing departments are struggling to generate demand. Correct. That is what it <laughs> said. And I just have to ask, could they be struggling because marketing folks continue to labor under the illusions that they are capable of, quote, air quotes, generating <laughs> demand? when they should be listening to customers. Yeah, now, you think? You yeah. think? Right. To be sure, I cut my marketing teeth in the days of creating demand for products. You remember Mad Men and all that. Uh -huh. But honestly, I am an old woman and that was decades ago. In other words, so mid 20th century. In contrast, 21st century marketing is all about hearing your customers, which arguably may be expressed in very subtle ways. Still, product development and marketing teams have more data than ever before to guide them. Entire businesses have been built on customer data. Amazon, Facebook, and Google come to mind, but there are many others. For the record, the other component in 21st century marketing is understanding media and how to use it, but that's a topic for another day. Okay. Product development today means getting your product into the hands of customers and then finding out what more they want from it and responding to that. I've been watching a couple of startups here in Philly iterate their products into respond, in, the, in response to what they learned in their initial forays into their markets quite successfully, I might add. Now, some call this pivoting, but that's a term I hesitate to use because it indicates some level of, I don't know, failure. Um, iterating on customer response is hardly failure. It is instead a necessary step to growth and successful market penetration. Now, I so, would agree. You know, I well, would agree. Uh, pivoting is really when you drop what you were building and you build something else. When you iterate on your initial product, even radically iterate or focus on a new uh, target market for your product and so on. That really is iteration. You have not exactly. failed at anything. And in, in truth, this is how great companies succeed. Precisely. So you know how we advise our listeners to focus on their companies rather than their product alone when they're raising capital. Yep. I see something similar when they do consider the product, which is they need to focus on their customers rather than their products in a vacuum. Oh yeah. Too many founders get all wrapped up in what their products can do, you know, features and benefits, while they fail to consider what their customers need. And yes, even if they don't know they need it yet. Mm -hmm. So while you might think I am saying 
it is never about the product. That's not what I'm trying to say. It is equally true that it's always about the product because after all, our purpose in bringing products to market is to make life better. That said, founder focus on doing just that needs to begin and end with the customers in their market. And founders must build the vehicle that will get their product to those customers. Okay, that makes all kinds of sense. So here's my counsel. Put aside all of those wonderful and disruptive features of your invention and start with some customer-focused questions. What problems do your customers want to solve? Uh, what do you observe that they need to solve that they haven't even been aware of yet themselves? Uh, how are your potential customers solving that problem today? And whatever it is that you're sure your product is going to solve in better ways, right? what are they doing now instead? What does your product do to improve on the current solutions? There are competitive solutions out there. And what are your customers willing to pay for your better solution? How much better is it? How will you make your potential customers aware of your product and how it will make their lives better? And yeah, that's that marketing part. And of course, how will you deliver your new and improved solution? Now that, Jillian, is on the right track, your questions. In the old days of marketing, we had a phrase, you're talking to yourselves. Remember that? Mm -hmm. By that, we meant you're not talking to your customers. A surprising lot of product marketing was pursued this way. And if it succeeded at all, it was because of relentless repetition. Sad to say that tactic sometimes works. But does it make living and working together better? Product right. market extremely expensive. Indeed, right? indeed, yeah. which makes the media companies very happy where it gets spent, of course. Exactly, but startups don't have that kind of capital to waste, if you will. Indeed, so, yeah. Take heed, folks. <laughs> so product market fit is the most commonly trumpeted directive today, and even that is frequently executed from inside the minds of those product managers instead of from the desires of customers. There's a right way to approach product market fit. And uh, in an upcoming uh, podcast, we will be talking to a veteran tech product developer, Lindsay Tapas, who has a very clear outline of how to find your product market fit. Here's a spoiler alert. It starts with the customers, not the product. <laughs> Indeed it does. And with that, uh, let's examine this more deeply in the second half of CEO Coach. Uh, we can talk about some of the other aspects as well of product marketing that founders need to consider to bring their most successful efforts to market successfully. But first, we must take a break for our sponsors. This is CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, 
an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences, marketing on purpose. LPO, landing page optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the Conversion Scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. Ann and I are talking today about product development and why entrepreneurs need to start with their customer's point of view rather than their own point of view and what you're excited about developing. In the first segment, we talked about how to become self-aware so you can stop listening to yourselves and hear what your customers have to say. Ask what problems they need to solve. How are they solving the problem now? What would you do to improve on the state? Then how will it make their lives better? Right. When you're developing a product, think about the problem, not the problem, uh, the product. If people need transportation that moves faster than they can go on foot, start by addressing the need to arrive more efficiently between two locations. This means start with basic features, perhaps even only one that solves a problem for your customers in a significant way. Even if you know how to build all the bells and whistles for your product, resist the temptation to build it all in version 1.0. Get an excellent version of your product to market, an excellent feature in your first version. Then listen and observe how your customers use it. Then think about how long your resources will last to keep your company going before you begin to see revenues or investment. So I, I frequently on this show, we quote Elizabeth Yin, a longtime entrepreneur and investor in Silicon Valley at a remarkably young age. I think she's now in her early thirties. Anyway, just recently she said, don't use up most of your runway on product development by which she meant and went on to explain, keep the scope of your first iteration simple. Better still, she said, 
take just one feature and blow that out of the water. Absolutely right. Again, this is part of what I keep talking about when I say, what can I sell today to fund what I intend to build tomorrow? Right. And when you ask that question, remember, selling means sales, which requires buyers. Yep. <laughs> Customers. So the useful answer to your question comes from them, not from your product developers. Right. So where do you find that intel? Well, our good friend, uh, market research maven, Kristen Luck, a successful entrepreneur herself, says consumer sentiment and opinion research enable you to hone in on customer fit, which is a really highfalutin way of saying a good way to listen to your customers. And she recommends that you can do research even as a really early stage startup by using low cost tools like SurveyMonkey. Oh yeah, we use a lot of that, Moz, and I do a lot of that with our portfolio companies. Exactly. So that makes me think that considering that um, phrase, product market fit, is looking through the wrong end of the telescope. What if the product developers started talking about consumer product fit? In other words, start with the consumer instead of the product makes good sense to me. And then you can ask why your customers should care about your product. As Steve Jobs famously said, right? How will it change their lives? And most importantly, is that change something they even care about? Eric Rees, that lean startup guy, right? He says the question is not, can this product be built? But should this product be solved with a product we can build? And then you can ask, can we build a sustainable business around it? That's uh, the correct order of questions. Exactly. And such enduring wisdom. And more recently, I came across an interview with Jayona Zhang, who uh, uh, about product development in first round review, where we find a lot of good materials. And by the way, all the things uh, that we've mentioned today, we will put up on our Facebook page uh, links so that you can follow them up yourself. Uh, that is, our Facebook page is called CEO Coach Podcast. Now, Jayona Zhang um, says founders have to create a reason for customers to stay so they can follow a build, measure, learn process of the lean startup. That's why she recommends taking a minimum lovable product to market instead of a minimum viable product. And here's why. She says, if you serve your customers burnt pizza, you're not going to get feedback on whether they like pizza. You'll just get feedback that they don't like burned food. So <laughs> That makes good sense. Yeah. So your minimum viable product may be your fastest and cheapest functional prototype, but she continues, you may risk testing a poor or flawed version of your product. Now, she herself is has become an angel investor, but she brought products to market for Airbnb and Dropbox. And she says, without a strong foundation of understanding your customers, you can waste a lot of time building a product you think is lovable, but ultimately isn't. So I would say, in other words, hear your customers, make your product, make sure your product leaders are hearing your customers. 
Okay, so to bring it to full circle of what we talked about uh, in the first half and now through the second, you know, stop struggling to generate this demand for your product. Stop hearing what your customers have to, uh, start hearing what your customers have to say about it and about the problem that it solves, right? Do what you can to delight them and then you can delight them more and even more in your next iteration. So we're going to take another break now at CEO Coach. And when we come back, we're going to have some top tips for figuring out how to get this product market fit to be a market product fit instead. This is Jillian Niesig on CEO Coach with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. Today we've been talking about getting your product built in ways that will increase its chances of success in the open market. Um, we covered things like uh, not looking at your product and figuring out whether you can generate some demand for it, but rather looking at problems in the market and figuring out whether you can build a solution and whether that would make a sustainable company. And therein lies the massive difference around this concept of product market fit and what Anne has been counseling us to take a look at today. So Anne, as we kind of wrap this up, uh, let's start with some top tips about the business of building products at the very early stage technology companies. Righto, you want me to take number one? Yes, I do. Okay, never, I repeat, never build without speaking to your potential market first. You need not tell them about what you're building, but you do need to ask people about their pain points. 
does the pain point you're solving come up first, second, never until you mention it? Is your target market lukewarm about the problem or is it a pressing problem? And can they make a hard line to costs or savings in their company? You really need to know all these things in order to be able to sell your product. So get those answers early to be eons ahead when you hit the market running. I have to agree. And um, this one is absolutely crucial. The problem that I hear often with entrepreneurs is they don't want to spill the beans about what they're building. They're so you know, tight-lipped around what they've got. And yet, they continue to natter on about all of its features and things if they're talking to an investor. It's really quite the other way around. You don't talk about your product, you listen to the problems. And if you seed the problem, you know, is this a problem? Yes, you will get some answers. But in order to get some serious answers about what really goes on in the lives of the people whose problem you're presumably solving, you either have had to work in that business, and many entrepreneurs have. They leave a company because they see a problem and they believe they can solve it. That's a good start. But you'd better be asking at least dozens of your colleagues in other companies around the nation, if not around the world, whether they also see it or whether it was just a problem inside your company and maybe your department had a better way to do it you didn't know about it, right? So again, talk about the problems, but even elucidate these problems, pull them from your customers before you decide whether or not this is an idea worth building. Dave Parker here in Seattle, Washington, is, uh, runs a superb series of classes strictly around ideation. It's a six month course in which you run through all of these kinds of things, highly recommended at the end of which you may throw away that idea, but you will have saved yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, by having ideated something and found that there was or there wasn't a real market for it. Okay, and what's number two? Number two. Okay, once you've launched into the market and you have customers, you can use free or low cost tools like SurveyMonkey to gauge your customers' reactions to your initial product. Now, be sure to ask only one or two questions at a time, no more. But you can ask often and in many places. One, you'll capture more answers. And two, you're actually doing some brand marketing as you ask these questions. So be sure to include your logo and the name of the company and the product every time. So your target market starts to recognize and remember you. And this is so true when it comes to branding. Uh, yes. Years ago, we said it took 27 individual and um, discreet mentions of a brand to get it to register in a consumer's mind. And it may be even more today because of the massive amount of information that we absorb on a daily basis. I haven't kept up with that number. So maybe we better do some research on that ad and find out what it is today. I would also postulate, by the way, that you can take SurveyMonkey and make those one to two question little surveys uh, out there in social media and all kinds of places, emails and so on, well before your product is launched. Again, you don't have to ask about your product. You have to ask what problems there are facing and how they're solving it today and what do they wish could happen tomorrow and if anything could happen that would make their business lives better what would it be all of those kinds of things so think about using these very low cost tools like SurveyMonkey but they're not the only ones out there all right think a little broader and ask questions 
questions every time you will build brand recognition, which is kind of cool. All right, number three, drum roll. You're on, Anne. No matter how much research and buy-in you get from your target market before you launch, be ready to pivot if you get clear signals that you're running down the wrong path. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Why throw good money after bad or good time do. or effort? You know? yep. uh, here's the deal. If you can't sell it, it's not the winner you're looking for. So early sales, really, those will demonstrate whether or not you've got a winner. Nothing else will. There are no excuses for not having those early sales. Oh, we don't have a salesperson. Oh, we don't have marketing money yet. No, truly, if you have a winner, that thing is going to catch like wildfire. You have seen the pattern of those companies that catch like wildfire, whether it's in the consumer sector or in the private sector. Nobody spent a fortune to stuff things down the throat, right? You can see how it works. But pretty or even stunning products do not sell themselves, especially in the B2C sector. You do need to have the brand recognition and you better make sure that you have a business salesperson selling it to the C-suite and a technical salesperson selling it to the technical colleagues if those are the ones with the check writing authority. But you're going to need to know who has to buy in and who has to write the check if you're in B2B, right? Both of those are going to need to get sold. Make sure that you're working on these kinds of things. Again, we find far too many wizards, right? The idea people, the technologists who are just thrilled about what they're building and it's so much fun, who really cannot sell themselves out of a wet paper bag. Sorry if that's insulting folks and this one seems to you know, apply to you, but you know who you are. Find yourself a colleague who can communicate with a check writing authority, not just the technologist who like you will be thrilled with whatever you built, but may not be able to write you a check to buy it. So it seems to me therein lies in an, an entirely other CEO Coach podcast. Yes, indeed. And for this time, that's it at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Webmaster Radio for their ongoing support. You can download these shows at webmasterradio.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO Coach. You can find us at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You'll find our links on facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast, all one word, CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you were there. Tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy, and you can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next time. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.